0: Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we
1: educate and motivate all things real estate.
0: My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City.
1: Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team.
0: Every week we'll be posting a new episode, Chuck Full, of Nashville Real Estate Value.
1: Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com.
0: Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann. Uh,
1: uh, look it's who's in back! The
0: house. And all the way from Key, Key West, Florida. Happy
1: to Sunny be here. Sunny side. Yeah. That's so a good. long drive, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I well I have on the drive, but no, no, it's a short flight. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. We love Ke- having you in Chrissy. the studio.
0: Thank you. Welcome back. We appreciate you. Hey, I, we have also, uh, <clears throat> we have a special um, guest today. One of the most successful women that I know of has agreed After twisting her arm, she's agreed to share her story with us today, and I'm so excited about hearing about this individual because she is uh, one of my biggest inspirations in. Just a, an amazing, amazing woman, oh. okay? Just an amazing woman. Who is woman. that? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Before we introduce her, we're gonna, let's talk to about our sponsor real yes, quick, shall Music we? Yes, Music
1: City Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in removing you junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean-out or just one item removed, they have you covered.
0: The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home, they understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com.
1: Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. <laughs> <Just> say, <yeah. laughs> <How about her? laughs>
0: I love it. So, so seriously, uh, Carrie Ann, I do appreciate you uh, so much. And you know, it's it. Um, in you know, this is uh, to, to me. You know, most of you guys know that I take this podcast really, really seriously. Okay, as I know you do too. And you know, we share it with our agents. So we share it with the with the real estate community. And we've endeavored not to be. You know, it's all, not all about Realty One Group by any stretch. You know, We're, it's absolutely not. But what it is about is helping people win the battles of life and win the battles of you know getting that momentum going of of success and one thing that's always made a difference in my life you know I, I have a real simple background I was laid off factory worker you know somebody said hey I'll bet you could make thirty thousand dollars a year in real estate and that was twice what I was making at the time you know sure. so I packed up my family and moved down to Florida and didn't know what I was doing and how I was going to do it how I was going to make any money from it but one thing I, I made a commitment to do is always get around successful people and always listen to the, them. And, and, you know, it's funny, you can, you can think you're reached a certain level. And then I would go to one of the big events that that company I used to work for it would have. And I'd, I'd be sitting next to somebody who sold more that week than I'd sold all year. You <laughs> right, know, and it's like, right. Holy cow. But anyhow, the point is I think the more that we can hear people's stories I think the more encouraged we become, because one thing I've learned, you know, I have, I've had some bumps in my life, certainly, and I, and I realized a long time ago that it's not, even though we feel like we're the only person going through that tough time, whatever that situation is, you know, that we're going through, especially initially, it seems like, you know, that it's not just because, not, not for us to be an island within ourselves, but to be you know therefore that next person that comes along that god brings into our life that is going through a similar situation and they're, they're they walked up to this what feels like a, a a real chasm you know this huge gully you know whatever you want to refer to is and it's really scary you get up to that point and you say man can i go across or not and then you know we're given the opportunity or somebody is there for us that says look i've been here before take my hand let me let me take you across mm-hmm. And so that's why I like to hear other people's stories. That's why I want to I want to hear about your story because sure. you've come a long ways, lady. I mean, you really have. Yeah. And, and let's 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 hear more about that because I know that this is going to resonate with a lot of listeners uh, to to be encouraged. You know that it, you know you, everybody sees the the incredible Carrie Ann now and sees how successful you are. How many hundreds of families a year you're helping and all this all this stuff and the miracle workers that you you take these dead <laughs> deals and you breathe life into them and all these wonderful things and they think well isn't Carrie Ann something else she's must have always been that way I got a feeling you didn't start that way that you had to climb the ladder and it was tough at times
1: yeah you know um just even thinking back to, for me to tell you that I was the wallflower and my mom yeah. way, way back in the day, Jennifer, my sister, um, number one, I'm the oldest of four siblings. Um, my sister was, the out, um, my brother, Matthew old, is King Matthew. He was the King baby. Matthew. Yeah. So we laughed. He wore pink, I think till That's he all. was 16. Yeah. too <laughs> funny. My mom giggles about that, but you know, I look back and my, my sister was the outgoing one and you know, I was always so quiet and, um, to think, that I am now completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely follow suit with a lot of my mom and my dad um, in in me for sure, but you know, I grew up in a very military type family. My brother actually went to West point and, um, he said it was easy because he grew up with the general, you know, my wow. mom, my mom was very strict, right? We had to so do, she was the general. She I thought. was the general. Oh, no. wow. And my dad was a Lieutenant Colonel in the okay. air force, but my mom was actually, uh, the general. And I laughed because there was a hall of rules, you know, no boys, um, in the small town I grew up with in Dover, New Hampshire, I think ever wanted to date us because they had to get with Meg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Work through Fairless all of that chaos, you know. <laughs> wow. um,
1: and so, you know, life was um, so fun. My mom made it fun. We did not come from any any money. My mom was um, a part time labor and delivery nurse for uh, forty years, I think. And my dad um, was um, in the Air Force, turned National Guard. Um, and so, and they had four kids early on. I to think back, you know, to have four kids before you're twenty five—that's a lot, wow. right? Yeah. Wow, um, that and is just cool. to try to make things make sense. I was born in North Dakota, the blizzard of 77, you know, um, and that was um, the air base there, right? And so we ended up in Pease Air Force Base, which is uh, New Hampshire. Um, And I grew up, I remember my start of memory was uh, fourth grade moving there. Um, And my dad was um, a singer, loved to make it. I think back in the day, there was the fake star search type of contest where you could spend all this money and try to win the big trophies, you know, and he was signing up for all that. So, he was a really great singer, um, and I always had that passion with music, and so I was in the show choirs and all those fun things as a kid, and so that kind of morphed into um, my dad connecting me with this gal who sang country rock and Linda Ronstadt, and it was like, that's what I want to do, you know, and um, my dad grew up singing Elvis and Lionel <laughs> wow, and wow. all this fun stuff, so that those were the, the music that I, you know, sang, and He had then me in the competitions, and we were all a very competitive um, family. You know, why be number two when you could be number one? Why not try, you know? And Mm -hmm. so my parents focused all about their kids. Jennifer was going to be the comedian. Matthew was going to be the Mm -hmm. tennis player. Carrie Ann was going to be the singer. You know, Julie, you know, was going to be something amazing. I can't (laughs) remember what Julie's passion was. (laughs) Um, But, you know, everybody, it was like a whole family affair, right? And so when it came to music, someone did the hair, someone had had the keep it country you know the fringe was going on they yeah. had me before i was able to be in you know bars i was you know singing in these um country bars now keep my mine- country music wasn't a big deal in, in New England. Sure. And so it to me, it was a big deal because I was the one singing it, right? <laughs> and so those that few people that were in, really into it. So I was able to open for stars that came up there and it mm-hmm. was a lot a lot of fun, which kind of morphed me into in traveling. And at the time, my dad uh, was moved into PR uh, with um, the military and NASCAR. And he brought a bunch of people overseas and he said, well, I think my daughter should sing as well at wow. all these bases. So we went overseas. And my dad wrote some military songs that I was able to perform, which is a great memory because now he is um, in heaven. But we were able to go to Bosnia and Sicily and Spain and Germany, you know, and sing for all the troops. So I look back at those pictures and thank goodness Facebook did not exist (laughs) because I am like... Where's the match? No. Throw oh, that. Out. Yeah. I'm not sure who did my hair those days, but, and what those roots, woo,
0: are probably were, but, cute. Oh no, no, we're going to
1: go with not so much. However, <laughs> I kept pursuing music and, um, my mom and dad were very passionate about me still getting my degree. Um, and you know, I just passed high school with a point I think you know I just book smart wasn't my gig Um, even though I was friends with top 10 all my friends were so smart you know but I got myself into college I did what I needed to do and I just uh, passed college I swear by one point um, as well and so the next step was you know why not pursue um, music because that you love and you're really passionate about it. We, last week we talked about passion and mm-hmm. things. Um, and so that mo- had me move to um, going to make it big in, in Nashville. So here comes the van. I think it was an Astro van at the time. <laughs> the, everybody, all six of us are in. They're going to pack Carrie Ann up and move me to Nashville. And they did. And guess what? They dropped me off. And, and they left me here. <laughs> <laughs> And so, thinking back, going that must have been. I had such a family unit that I didn't have anymore, right? And so, my sister stayed with me for a summer, and she had to go back to college. And so, life got really difficult for me. I I, um, was first told that you know this, my nose was that, and my weight was this, and Mm. you started having that self concern, right? And so, that led to a really. terrible eating disorder. It led to me going from just being your average Joe to 90 pounds and, um, having to fly back home, um, and get some help. Right. And so at that time I felt more confident and I was ready to try again. Um, and you know, there's reasons why we do certain things, right? When things get tough over here, we want to focus. And if you're a, um, if you're, an addictive personality. Like I, I'm addicted to work. I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to all kinds of things. Sure. You end up, compulsive. you know, just compulsive, mm-hmm. right. You end up focusing on that one thing. And that's the Only thing I felt like I could control was that. And so that's what I focused on. Um, and so, Moving forward, I'm grateful that, you know, you go to a doctor's appointment now and they're like, we're going to put you on the scale. And I have to tell them every time I said, I don't think of weight anymore. I lost that, you know, 20 something years ago. I don't like to look at that. So every time somebody asks me, I hate that, too. How much do you weigh? I'm like... Whatever you want me to weigh. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm just comfortable in my own skin now. So that's a good thing. Uh-uh. But moving right along. Um, so here's, you know, I'm serving at an awesome place. Um, do you know that I served at Meals and never ate one? tortilla chip. (laughs) That's how mental I was. Like, come on, those tortilla chips I enjoy today. There's some good stuff. But I was at Cozumel's and I started looking at all my friends that were in the music industry and um, everybody was aging. And I'm like, oh my, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? You know, what am I going to do? And, you know, I realized that it's who you know and I didn't really know that many people here and I was too scared to continue to get out. I wasn't where they say you've got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable when you're 20 something and you're all by yourself you know that term didn't make sense right so I did hide a lot of the time and so who's ever going to notice me if I really wasn't getting out there as much um, as I needed to and so well, I it's served, intimidating oh know? so where well, you so came from
0: There was no you know, there was no big dogs on the porch. Yeah, Yeah, you were a big dog. You can hear everybody sings. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah.
1: And my we talked about passion. Like my passion for doing what I did, I was starting to lose it. Like it started feeling Mm -hmm. like a job and it wasn't exciting anymore for me. And so serving, um, I, I love that. Everything I've always done, it's been okay, well, how can I ace serving? Right, I've they give me a shift that is four hours. I'm gonna rock this four hours. You know, you better give me the the, the good, you know, area. Yeah. Um, and I wanna be, you know, where everybody is spending a lot of money, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I was serving, things were it was my fish and chips was two ninety nine, you know, yeah. when I was growing up, you know. Things were so you were like, Woohoo, I got a five dollar bill, you yeah, know. I mean, yeah. think about what we even pay now right, on right. this Uber stuff, you know, for, for yeah. tips and things. And so a gentleman there was my manager and I probably was talking to him about what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And he said, have you ever heard about the mortgage industry? And I said, no, and... Well, he's like, do you know how to spell it? I was like, yes. Okay. Step one. All right. There's a T in it. Right. Um, and so he said, Hey, my wife, she is at this company called uh, CTX mortgage, which, and she's teaching classes on a Saturday. She's the ops manager. Would you be interested? I'm like, absolutely. And so I went to every one of her Saturday classes and, um, learned, um, everything that I could learn. And she gave me an opportunity, uh, to, to start, um, and work for her at the time. It was basically the, Girl who got the drinks and the girl who ran, you know, to the, um, paper store you know ran to FedEx that was back in the day when paper was cool right mm-hmm. and we used a lot of it um, and you know I would run I think back of those Brady shows you know where he's running to get the you know the big tube you know to the next place for <laughs> the architect review or something that was me trying to get to FedEx you know by 6 o'clock before it's because we would have to send files up to underwriters mm-hmm. the next day mm-hmm. to underwrite the files yeah. so I think now we just hit a button you know. Days, yeah. it's just um, yeah. unique so it started there and then yeah, I was like, okay, I aced, I ace throwing out the garbage. What's next? You know, like what's next? What do you got for me? And so I There's always. There's no question
0: why Aubrey is Aubrey. You know, I've seen, I've seen this here. Okay.
1: Yeah. And everything to me, like serving was, right? How do I ace that? Well, how do I ace the assistant role, right? How can I be the best of the best? I and that. I really take a lot back to my mom raising amazing children, right? She always had us have a beginning middle and end she always if we were going to babysit we came with goodies and activities you know when we babysit, we always did the best we could you always brought right? your a game a game always and so that um your,
0: your mom exemplifies the a game she
1: does and you know my dad was big i was so it's so funny because my jennifer was really like my mom and i was really like my dad my dad was very you know business oriented um and i'm so glad my mom was able to bring in my later years so much more you know fun and um the sparkle she says we'll talk about her in a little bit yeah she's so great and so um yeah so they gave me a job that led to assisting this gal and you know what was she not the number one uh, mortgage lender here at the time
0: Wow.
1: and this was back in 2000 i want to say Yeah. Right at around 2000. And, uh, but guess what? She spoke Farsi. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so, um, she, and she was closing six and a half million dollars and the rates were almost 8%. And I was learning from a girl who literally gave me a piece of paper. And looking back, I'm so grateful that that is who I got to work with, mm-hmm. um, at the beginning stages. And, and she's still in the industry today. She's still amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she literally would, you know, English, I think was her second language. And she would write a few things down and say, okay, um, we need to close that in 30 days. Literally. I mean, I don't know what I was doing, you know, <laughs> and i f- I just had to figure it out. But wow. I remember the piece of paper, you know, Oh, Miss Carrie you know, and she would just hand that over. And so that led to assisting and I was like, okay, that's great. I love that. But what else, what else do you got for me? And, um, so I got in at six o'clock in the morning and I was the first to get there and the last to leave. I moved into processing. Um, and I was like, okay, this is just like serving. How many more families can I help, you know, and how quickly can we approve these loans, et cetera. And so, you know, at the time I figured out a way to, you know, to start processing 50 files, you know, at a time, and um, it was that competitive, right? I wasn't playing soccer any, or I've never played soccer. So let me rephrase. <laughs> but the game of, you know, that competitiveness mm-hmm. um, or singing, you know, and trying to compete against that. It was like, OK, I'm competing against myself. How many more families can I mm-hmm. can I help? Mm-hmm. Um, and got to 50 families a month for me. Processing that was a lot in wow. today's uh, world to hit 30 is a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. so we were doing a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so then they gave me a red pen and they were like, you should under. I'm <laughs> like, approved, approved, approved. And then I quickly like, give me back the red pen. This is not it. What were we thinking? No, no. You're too positive and see the, the goodness in everybody, you know. And so um, they don't do that anymore. You know, um, right. processors don't, don't do that anymore. But so I was like, okay, this is cool. But, you know, I'm losing my... My spirit, like, I I moved to Nashville to be with people, like, and I didn't know anybody. Keep in mind, I only knew the people I knew at the time, Mm -hmm. and I always laugh because when I got to the apartment complex, my mom literally went to the pool area and she announced that her daughter was here. Now, keep in mind, you don't do that for safety reasons today. <laughs> but my mom was like, who would like to room with my daughter? Literally. This oh is my mother oh, at no. the time. So, she, so I knew everybody at the pool and she was like, mm, okay, you'll do. Literally. I you'll had some do. dude as my roommate because my mom picked
0: him at the pool. Oh my <laughs> goodness. This is, how, this is
1: so funny. So we don't do that now. And actually thinking back, uh, the cousin of the gentleman is a huge builder today. So I I mean, to think back where oh. we both came from the pool area of, <laughs> of Landing Way. You know, Serendipity. Or, yeah, yeah it's just crazy that. to know Landing that Way. he's... Well, know that, uh, not, that's, that's where I lived, Landing. So we ended up at the landings, you know. <laughs> so I grew up on Landing Way and was at the landings, you know. Um, so kind of moving on, um, I really wanted to figure out if I could make it on the other side. What Mm -hmm. does that look like on the other side of the mortgage industry? And they're like, well, do you know anybody? (laughs) You need to sell them a mortgage. And I was like, yeah, I don't know anybody, you know? And so at the time I did have a significant other, Mm -hmm. um, I was engaged to get married, um, at the time. So I did have somebody who had a solid income at the time. So Mm -hmm. this whole jump into fully commissioned was a little scary. Um, And so I remember my dad flying into town and I had my Goodwill dining room table because that's all, you know, we could afford at the time. And he laid out a map. Does anybody even know what a map is anymore? (laughs) It was a paper map that he Uh went to the gas station to get Uh his black coffee. And he picked up a couple maps and he laid it down and he figured out where all the real estate offices were. And he circled them all. This was my dad. You know, he was that kind of guy. And he circled them all. And he's like, you can you can do this. Look, look how much opportunity is right in front of you. You just have to go and we need to do it. It only takes one. Mm -hmm. It only takes one. Mm -hmm. And so I remember that. And, um, I was at the office one day staying late, like I always did a phone rang, I picked it up and it was an opportunity, wow. um, to fix a loan that was kind of going a little sideways. And I spent so many, you know, the last couple of years in processing, fixing mm-hmm. every problem. I didn't know that that was going to be so magical in my future, mm-hmm. right? At the mm-hmm. time I just was doing what my job was mm-hmm. and, um, I fixed that loan and guess what? That one Um, agent was attached to a team of 15 and that was my kickstart um, of being able to um, get into the business Mm -hmm. and so one led to two um, led to hey I would love to have my own office Mm -hmm. and they're like who's gonna be with you (laughs) and I was like carry in (laughs) a company they're like who's the company I'm like you (laughs) meaning like my manager like I just made you know power of numbers I learned that you Mm -hmm. have to really think about um, making sure and believing that you can do something big and so um, my manager at the time which she was wonderful she gave me that opportunity she saw that I was always pushing to go to the next level pushing and acing everything and doing what I said I was going to do and Mm -hmm. I will tell you my mom always said all you have is your word so if you're going to tell somebody um, a leader a manager that you're going to do something you definitely have to find a way to do it right and so Mm -hmm. I did that and so she gave me a little office um, over here off a seaboard in Franklin and then doo, doo, doo. I, I needed to be <laughs> a little deeper um, we got the memo that we were going under the company I worked for so like literally right after I got that office we were given a 90-day severance and how I thinking back I mean that was a gift That so many people did not get because who knew that six months later, the rest of the industry would collapse the way that it did. And so we were the first to go under um, and and I was the first to be open. Right. And so thinking forward, that's how I kickstarted my first branch. I had doors that were open. So-and-so knew that I was now with a new company that was exciting and here in Nashville, ready and eager. Now, keep in mind, this company never existed in Nashville until we brought it here. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the time, too, that manager and I did have a falling out. Right before that happened, she decided to go to another company, um, and that's where... I ended up getting shingles because she did take all the operation people with her, and mm. I did ended up being by myself. Um, and so I think back, going, uh, you know, um, shingles was caused by the stress, which now I'm you cannot see out of you know my right eye. Um, but I'm so thankful for every moment in life because it made me stronger and it made me um, fight a little more, right? And who knew what I was fighting for would be for the bigger show later in life but I was able to have an opportunity a gentleman in Hendersonville was a good buddy of mine um, and we opened um, a company called Prime Lending at the time Um, and we were the first basically open when so many people were closing so I had a small little branch for the first time and to think that so many of those people at that time are still working with me today is is kind of amazing so let me fast forward to about eight and a half years ago Um, Carrie Ann is uh, decides actually nine and a half years ago I look at my watch and I was like, oh, wow, I'm that old. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: hey, so, you know, this marriage thing really didn't work out for me very well. I was a runaway bride, not once, but twice. So I was like, hmm, possibly we should, with the gentleman I was with at the time, maybe we should go get married and possibly um, maybe have a child. <laughs> Why
0: not? <laughs> um, you
1: know, almost you know, aging the 40 <laughs> line there is getting a little close. And so whoosh. And here's CA pregnant. I mean, right out of the gate. Right. Um, and we're not even married at the time. And I was like, Oh, well, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> so well, if you, you do things. <laughs> you do them. Well, it's yeah, a so. I like, a baby. How's, yeah. I was like, he's like, well, you know, hmm, look <laughs> at me, look at me. I was like, Oh my goodness, Lord. So, um, here comes, uh, me sadly a, a week before we were going to get married. And we did elope, and um, I lost my little one a week prior to um, getting married. So, who knew that um, you should resize your dress after that because everything that fit didn't fit. So, my pictures would be, you know, holding it all up. But we decided and committed to um, working really hard to have another, and poof, we're pregnant again, you know. So, he's like, Look at me, I did it twice, (laughs) not just once, I did it twice. And so, and, you know, Miss Aubrey is born. And I really was that girl that was driven and determined. I wore three inch heels all the way up until my due date. Um, uh, we go. My husband at the time uh, was a pro fisherman, so he was traveling to different. Um, lakes to to fish and compete, and we go on a Thursday, and they're like, you're not having a kid for probably two more two and a half more weeks. So he, he heads out of town. Saturday night, literally, I'm working on files. Now, keep in mind, at the time, it was me, myself, and I, um, and I've got a bunch of files that I'm working, and they're like, I got two more weeks? Lord, I can help a lot more families. This is fine. You know, I'm out to here, and Saturday night, I'm like, hmm something's not mm, this is not am i supposed to feel this way i'm not so sure and here i call one o'clock now keep in mind i didn't have time for lamaze who who has time (laughs) for lamaze i got loans to do right right. and people to help so i didn't know if you were out breathing he he who who what are you supposed to do i don't (laughs) even know
0: i don't know (laughs) so i call
1: my mom it's now um 11 o'clock now one o'clock she's like yeah i think you're having a i think you're in labor you know it's like hey so (laughs) Can you teach me Lamas right now, please?
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: so I remember I got the big ball. Moving forward, um, we the next day, and guess what? Was that not our due date? Crazy. Um, and so here comes sweet Aubrey. Now, keep in mind, it was, we didn't know what we were having. Everybody thought we were having a boy. Because we lost our first one, I didn't want to have my heart connected anymore, um, and just wanted to love whatever God was going to, um, you know, gift us. Mm-hmm. And so the room literally, everybody's like, oh, you're holding like you're having a boy. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy. And it was going to be Cash Hendricks. And it was everything. It was all a boy. And then whoop, here she is. It's a sweet little girl. And the girliest so, girl, too. I, yeah, well, we, we didn't. <laughs> um, and I was kind of sad because my husband is a big hunter. And like, I'm like, I don't know if he knows girly things. Aww. Like, how is this all going to work out? And she's so amazing and fabulous. Um, but it took a long time to figure out a name because. Cause it would be this and it would be that and I was like well that's not a CEO name I need a <laughs> I need a signature name or like you know and so uh, Aubrey is what we came up with which is amazing um, and so moving three weeks later um, I get thinking that I was, well, let me backpedal. So before you leave the hospital, they say you have to go to a parenting class. And I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I don't have time for that. Literally. <laughs> I left with curler. My hair was curled. I was wearing a suede suit. I had my newest tennis. I was ready to rock this mom thing. Right. And I was going to be back to work on a Monday, which was actually the next day. So maybe I'll give myself a week. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, yeah, didn't I, the baby come the Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> it was a Sunday. Yeah. So I was like, I'll give myself a week. So, at the class, they were like, hey, so let's talk about postpartum. I was like, yeah, we don't have time for postpartum. Like, percentages, the statistics say blank. That'll be somebody else, not me. Well, here's two weeks later. I don't even know what a curling iron even looks like. My husband doesn't understand why I'm crying constantly on the floor because I wasn't a crier. I was a go-getter. And an alien took over my body. And then... um, Literally, it was February when I gave birth. I couldn't breathe. It was cold. It was miserable. It, none of it was good. Like, it was all a really bad time in my life. Um, and then three weeks later, I lost my job. Oh. And I lost my job of um, managing and pursuing a career that I invested so much of everything that I had. Mm. Um, and it was the worst time of my life literally the worst time of my life. Um, And that was a place where I'm crying. I have um, support. My mom was amazing. She was here. And at the time, my sister was here. Um, But I don't, I didn't know what left or right was or up or down was. I didn't know what any of it was. And my husband didn't have money coming in. And so we had no income. We had a brand new baby, no job, no income, um, now, I'm grateful that my mom always taught me a savings account. She would take 50% of all of our money and put it away. And I was like, am I ever going to get that money back? And so I learned about a savings account a long time ago. So we did have savings set aside. Um, but what are you to do, right? You're at a crossroads. Do I give up like I did with music? Mm. You know, Do I keep trying? Um, I've got people that are saying some really negative, mean things about me. Um, that I don't think are truthful, what do do you do? And so um, I decided, and it took a few, about a month or so, I decided, you know what, I'm going to get angry. I'm going to get a fight back in my belly. I'm going to figure this out. And so actually, my anger turned into uh, me suing the large mortgage company thinking that this little fish could take on this big national firm um, and 100000 200000 basically our whole savings and I woke up going, what am I doing? Mm. I, I'm not going to win. Like, this is crazy. Um, and I decided to stop and halt all that. A gentleman from Hendersonville, again, I guess Hendersonville is on my side. <laughs> um, he, from a different company, saw and I reached out to him and he said, come on, I'll help you. And he took me and said, okay, go get licensed because now the world's changed. You need a license. I didn't need a license before. Um, and remember, I only passed school, like, with a point. So I'm not a book. I, I don't – I have a um, – disability with reading and comprehension, so it takes me longer, right, to read something and understand it, Um, so I was really, really nervous, and so, um, again, brand new baby, Um, we're trying to compete in the fishing tournaments, because that's the only income type of thing, and so I was like, all right, let me figure this out, I go in, I screw up the times, I show up an hour too late, and they're like, you can't Take the test, and I uh, here come the tears, mm. and I'm. You don't understand. <laughs> I have a babysitter, and it's all in my mind because I was cramming, just like in college, where yeah. you're just trying to get one point higher than you need just to pass, right? And so I just, I think I scared the gentleman behind the little <laughs> desk, and he's like, "Well, you have an hour less than everybody else." I'm like, "That's okay." And so I went in with ten fingernails, and I came out with no fingernails, literally. <laughs> and did I not pass that stupid test by one point? Oh, and that's no. all that mattered. That all mattered. because guess what? I had to do with the last so many years of my life. It was all about how much are you gonna have to pay if you go to jail or, you know right. what is this law and that law and it had nothing to do with what we're so passionate about mm-hmm. in our each and every day. And so now I'm like, okay well I got my test and I'm having an opportunity to work with a local company um, and you know I started to get that groove back a little bit and um, figured out childcare et cetera. And uh, thinking back, I think I lasted there 45 days. They said, if you drink the Kool-Aid here, uh, you'll be very successful. And I'm like, I know I've got postpartum and I'm possibly on a Uh, a depressant drug at the moment but I don't think I like that sentence like I don't think that ever jives with me I don't ever drink somebody else's Kool Aid. I've always done my own gig and I've been very successful with it and I need to find a company that won't handcuff me as much as that company did because what I used to be able to do they weren't allowing it right it was no no and I'm like I don't like that word (laughs) no is not in my vocabulary and so um, I decided to go with the gentleman I was working with and and bought him a jersey mic sandwich and sat him down and said, hey, so yeah, this isn't working out. Um, We're going to need a change if we're going to do this together. Um, And he had the ops and he felt as if that I could possibly do some of the sales with my past um, abilities. And so we flew across the United States to California and we were introduced to CMG Financial. And that was um, eight and a half years ago. And so he and I opened CMG Financial, again, a no name company. We already knew that we could do that successfully or I knew I could do that successfully with the previous company. Um, So now we have a company. So now I need people to work for me. You know, I'm like, I got the company. Um, And, you know, at this point, it's about four or five months, right? And, you know, working with people that change careers, you know, how do you keep them trusting you? Um, And all the rumors that were going around at the time, I was like, I don't know if this is ever gonna, you know, work. Um, But I knew who I was down deep inside. I knew I was a good person. And guess what? Don't, you know, confuse, drive, commitment, hunger for somebody that is not a good person, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you might see that I am very driven and I'm going to take what I want, but I'm always going to give as much as I take, right? I'm actually probably going to give more than I take. Um, And so, um, and if I feel confident about what I'm fighting for, I am going to fight like hell for Mm -hmm. each and every person that I feel um, is worthy of that. And so um, at the time, Everybody that stayed at the previous company was hearing all of these so called negative things about me, right? And you're right, she is a hard worker, she makes me work. Right, mm-hmm. Oh, She's hard to work for, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, you only know what you know. I mm-hmm. came up with a mom that required this to be done, that to be done, you know, and so many more things to be done before we left the house. That's just the expectation to right. be successful, a foundation, and then you move well, work on, ethic. right? It's work called ethic. a work ethic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind
0: of a rare thing. Right. Yeah, it's and so
1: um, I remember spending many, many of the nights trying to plead and uh, rebuild and rebuild. Um, um, Gain, Regain that trust from each and every one of the employees that are still at the other company. That other company gave them tons of money to stay um, and said all these things. And Embassy Suites over here um, in the little lobby area. I mean, we were there. I'm surprised they didn't charge us for how many times we were there trying to to meet new people. Or excuse me, the people that were there. And I'm trying to bring them on. And to this day, um, I have each... that company closed down here locally because each one of those people eventually came. People work with people, um, and when you can show them that um, you you are someone they can trust uh, with their own indus- their own business, um, and uh, their career, you know they were able to come on. And so, first year we did okay, and then I'm like, let's try. Why not try? And then the next year, um, and it kept building from there. Um, now as a leader, you and I both know, um, that we're more than just a leader. I'm now a mom and, um, trying to be a wife and all these other things, a friend and, and trying to figure out, you know, payroll and, you know, a profit and loss and trying to figure all that out. And I was like, did I take on more than I could, um, chew at the time? And it seemed very overwhelming. Um, but we just did it. And then, um, we were blessed that, um, the good name that I had for so many years before I was able to utilize that and gain more trust. And I remember meeting you at the time, right when we opened, Mm -hmm. I think you came to my grand opening, Mm -hmm. Um, didn't know you at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this is an opportunity for people who never knew me to maybe, um, be introduced. And I remember we're only as good as the last closing. And so I made sure that that last closing and everything I said I was going to do, was achieved. And then we would layer that to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, and then moving forward, moving forward, you know, there was goals. I'm a crazy goal gal. I, why not try to get it? Um, why not try to pursue anything that you have, um, your heart set on. And so I was like, thinking back, you probably heard the story, you know, initially, you know, I was on the lower side of the totem pole. Right. And I was like, as an originator, um, and I said, Oh, a hundred million dollars in production. That's not for me. That's for them. Mm-hmm. They do that. I don't do that. Right. That's that dreamy area. That's that thing that other people do. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you go, that what's different between them and me? What was the difference between the originator who had her second language as English compared to me? Why can't I be like her, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't I be like them? What makes them different? And so I start, started studying um, their habits, right, and mm-hmm. what they... What they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started deciding, you know what? I, as much as I want to be them, I don't want to be them. I want to be me. Mm-hmm. So if I do everything that they did, then possibly I'll become them and not me. So I'm not going to train in the mortgage industry anymore. I'm going to train in um, CEOs of other businesses. Mm-hmm. And so I trained and started spending a, a decent amount of money on um, how to be a better owner of my own business. Now keep in mind, I have a business within a business. I do manage and run my own P&L. Um, and, um, but I do have that corporate umbrella, which protects me a little bit, but I am the CEO of my own business. I, uh, when things are bad, things are bad. When things are good, Hmm. things are good type of thing. And so, um, I started training with the real estate industry, um, the grocery store industry. I started seeing all of the things that um, they did to be so successful. Why can't I use that same type of work Ethic and ideas into my own business, and Mm -hmm. so that's what I started to do, Um, and that really allowed us one year to get to ninety-eight million (laughs) dollars in mortgage production. You know, Um, and one thing I will tell you is they—it's power of numbers. So it was carrying a company, and it was just me and saying my branch manager was part of my team, right? And you can do that early on. Similar to a real estate agent not having an assistant can reference you and you as their team members. Um, and so then my sister... Um, so many years back, uh, joined forces with me because she, uh, moved to town after being a very successful cruise director. What a fun job, right? Mm-hmm. She just had parties, um, on this luxury, small luxury c- cruise ship and just made a difference for so many. She moved to Nashville to pursue, um, a big girl career. We <laughs> did not know what it was at the time. And I'm like, Oh, you should go into real estate. This would be so cool. You'll be the real estate agent. I'll be the lender. This would be a cool thing. Right. Um, and not even 30 days later, um, she found a tumor in her breast. Um, and she was 26 at the time. And so, um, I would just share this part of the story because I just want to put a little awareness out there. But, um, she had a tumor at 26 that moved with their fingers. The doctor at the time said that because it moves with the fingers, uh, most likely it's just a cyst and you can have it for the next 30 years. And my mom being a nurse pushed us to go to the next doctor and get a second opinion. And she ended up having the worst breast cancer, uh, you can have. So at 26, she lost both of her breasts, no time to freeze eggs, no time to do anything. Um, and, luckily we were surrounded with an amazing, um, hospital Vanderbilt who was going through a, a new breast cancer trial drug. And so she was able to, to do that. So, um, I, she moved in with me and she was no longer going to be, um, real stage. And I will tell you, she did get her license and she was dabbling into that industry and she got a new car because that's when people took people into cars, but guess what? She didn't <laughs> get insurance insurance health insurance at the time so thinking back as real estate agents health insurance you just never know when life throws you th- uh, a twist Um, and a fastball and so she didn't have any insurance health insurance at the time so we had to battle through that with the family Um, and you know as a family we've always been one unit we've always worked through it and so I graciously said yeah just come I'll take care of you you know and then I was like hey so I had spent so many years maybe you should work with me you know and so Being um, kind of building a team, she um, started being kind of like a partner in crime. She did all the operations when I did all the sales and we started growing it from there. Um, And uh, so many years later now, I added more people to the team because I knew I wanted to help more people. And every day coming home with, you know, 20 plus files, getting up at four o'clock in the morning, every morning to just work, you know, get the coffee and go straight to the computer and work, 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 um, And then, you know, make sure to pick up Aubrey or wake her up at six o'clock and feed her and get her to school and then get to the office and then do all the other things to then do it all over again. Right. Um, And that was working on building your own business, helping other people build their business. And then also, um, you know, making sure and maintaining a successful business as in profits and and, um, expenses, et cetera, et cetera. And so as I kept doing that, I was like, you know, I'm already one eyed fabulous over here. <laughs> what else can go wrong with me if I continue to build the stress? And so that's when I started to decide, you know what? I feel like I make great income, but you can't take it with you when you're gone. And if you stress yourself out too much and you're no longer here, what was it all worth it for? Right. right. And so I decided that I would take some of the money that I uh, worked hard for and reinvested in hiring more people. And so that's what I did. And uh, today my mortgage team was created, um, and we've got an amazing team. And not only did we pass, surpass the hundred million, we we've surpassed one hundred fifty. Um, and last year, we did two hundred and seventy-five million dollars for wow. serving over a thousand and fifty families um, last year. And we're tracking this year as well. Wow, um, and it's just really about. exciting. That's what I'm talking about. So that it's is really amazing. exciting. But I will tell you, as a business owner and somebody today, you know, last year was a really hard year. Um, I lost uh, ten to twelve operational people due to me not knowing how to navigate this COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Me not knowing that remote was okay. Mm -hmm. I felt like my systems had to be my way. And so I didn't really allow for any freedom within those. And I will say it, you know, um, on the mic and be truthful about it, I learned the hard way. I um, was like literally just hanging on for dear life, and some people felt it uh, because I was drowning, but you never want to show your true colors sometimes out there because you're always going to figure it out. I just needed another minute to Mm -hmm. to breathe and I would figure it out Um, and I learned a lot last year right and so Mm -hmm. now you're like okay I've got this I'm going to be more flexible and here comes 2021 (laughs) and it's like woohoo I'm ready for anything what there's no houses to sell you know (laughs) everybody wants cash and I'm in the mortgage business what are you talking about you know and then I already have all these employees what do I do like I mean literally talk about stress on your Mm -hmm. shoulders Mm. I'm not talking that they're independent contractors Right. They're true salary right. employees that expect me to keep them working. Right. And so that was a whole new world uh, this year. Um, and I'm grateful for the previous year that we learned to pivot. So I was quick to pivot. Um, and But I was like, you know what? If I'm not going to get opportunities here in Nashville, I'm going to have to figure it out some way, somehow. So I started driving an hour north, an hour south, I started uh, getting my license in different states um, and started just thinking outside the box and doing things that I never did. So I share that to say um, there's Always an opportunity to be successful. The, the world is going to start to f- come at you. As in, you guys are possibly hearing about the commission thing. That happened to us already. The, the 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 rates compressed. The margins compressed. Me being able to say, I could do so many loans to make so much money to pay so many people to cover the rent over my head. All of that was thrown out. Not one day. Literally half a day was gone. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? The only thing I can do is... Two plus two is still four, which means I now not, can't do blank loans. I have to double that if I'm mm-hmm. going to at least keep the same body count that I have, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to find ways to think different, be different, do different, right? Um, and that's one thing I think I've specialized um, in. But let me tell you, I am still human. I'm still one that um, has gone through a lot and I continue to go through a lot and to bring you today, this is the first time I've been out in public and and, and like really doing a work thing in in the last 30 days. You know, mental stuff can come at you Um, and this COVID thing really has hit me hard this second go around Um, and I'm going to be honest and truthful about it because I think that's the only way you can help another Mm -hmm. Um, and I really was at a crossroads again in my life as saying, do I just need this? I I have an eight-year-old my health and my focus on her is worth more than me doing. And so I've been trying to, what's the right move? What's the right thing to do? Um, and sadly that led to me just hiding out yeah. for, for a little bit. And one thing that I've learned is um, you need to surround yourself with people that will help you get out of those funks when you run, you're in it. And I'm grateful for all my girlfriends and friends out there that have been able to help me through that because tomorrow's a new day. Um, my mom battled cancer last year. Um, and crazy enough, her cancer, uh, came from radiation from her breast cancer that she had five years after Jennifer, you know? And so, um, Health is a big thing, right? Um, You always talk about between your ears, you know, Mm -hmm. having the right mindset between your ears and being ready to to take on anything is so important. And so um, that's one thing that I'm happy to say that I've, realized over the last 30 days after every test thinking something's wrong with me I'm healthy I just got to get back on track you know and I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to do that um, and you know I feel like down deep inside there's more for me to give there's more for me to do um, and I can't wait to see what is next for me uh, to be able to, to give out there but right now uh, with it being breast cancer awareness month you know one thing that re- I'm really passionate about doing is sharing my mom's story, uh, one that can help a lot of people, sharing other people's stories. Um, and, you know, it's sometimes not about you know, the individual, it's about others helping somebody else. Right. And so, um, with it being breast cancer awareness month, you know, we focus on pink Pink Fridays. We've always done that since Jennifer, um, has been joining the team and that's been over so many years. Um, and my mom is a true survivor. She's in remission. We know that cancer won't go away, but she reminds me that we have today. And um, and she's been a big support in helping me kind of get through um, this little moment in time that I'm in mentally. But, um, you know, talking about breast cancer and talking about, um, you know, just understanding that um, early detection does save lives. I think that's really key. I just got my MRI and that's all clear, which is a good thing. Um, But you know, that is one thing that we want to make aware. You know, my mom's cancer came from the radiation she took. Uh, My mom's cancer today is from the radiation she took when she had breast cancer. And so asking a lot of questions, being an advocate for your own health, you know, um, We quickly, she got a sarcoma, which is a skin cancer, which um, crawls through your skin. We were at a well-known hospital here locally that helped Jennifer many, many years ago. We thought it would be a huge win. Um, They told mom she was a success story. And then did the last pathology and found that she had cancer all from in the front. And then they basically said there was nothing that they could do. Um, And so we decided, you know what, we can take what they said or we can get in the car and we can drive. And I'm like, where are we driving? And so we led to Atlanta. And sadly, they didn't tell me I didn't didn't like them very much. They Mm -hmm. told us um, something that was you know, just a few years and I, I didn't care for that. And so my, um, mom found her somebody that she knew and that's where talking and networking goes a long way. Got her an invite to, um, MD Anderson out in Houston. And so she flew there and she found somebody that knew about her cancer, that type of cancer and said, you know what, you could live a really healthy life, but this is what we need to do. And she did, um, I think 18 plus rounds of chemo, um, she lost all of her hair. She's had a double mastectomy um, to find out that technically that was not needed, you know, later in the game. Um, but she, if you saw her today, she's bright. And, you know, every single day, even she through her fight, and that's probably something that I always remember and pick up. Life's going to throw us so many different curves, right? Um, we just need to fight through those and know that today is a gift. Um, and she reminds me that um, each and every day. And she's a glamour, and she's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. She's got... Um, How many grandkids now? I think, uh, let's see, two, yeah, two, four six grandkids. Wow. it's amazing. Um, and maybe there'll be more to come. Who knows? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb on that, but you know, talking about, um, be on the lookout cause my mom's story is going to come out here soon. Um, I'm really proud of her being able to share. And if you join, um, and follow us on social media, you'll see some really courageous and so brave ladies that are sharing their stories every Friday for the whole month of October. Mm-hmm. So, um, definitely check that out. And so, very thankful for all of them to, to share, um, that, that difficult story, but they know that sharing can help another. Um, it's, it's quite amazing. And I know you guys here at ROG are a huge supporter of breast cancer, um, awareness month yeah. and, um, share a little bit about that Chrissy.
0: Well, uh, last year we started something that we thought was kind of catching and, you know, people would look. So we did a pink
1: cowboy boot with a big pink bow on it right up front. I think I wore those back (laughs) in the day. (laughs) They're very cute. But, um, so we call it give breast cancer the boot Love it, and uh, we raise donations for the month of October, um, for Tennessee breast cancer coalition and they help a lot of people who have stories similar to your family and they maybe don't have the support system that, you know, you mm-hmm. guys have as your family, mm-hmm. which is great. But, um, so we, we really look forward to supporting them this year in our second annual give breast cancer the boot, um, which we're launching on Friday too. Love so. that. Now, let me tell you, this uh, local organization is one that is really, really special. There's a lot of companies out there that market the pink ribbon. Um, we do walks and all kinds of things with them cause we were big support of them because that's what we thought um, was helping more people mm-hmm. but what's helping more people is those smaller local um, establishments because if you think about it when you're going through treatment you don't have a job right at the time right. um, and possibly you signed up for disability possibly you didn't and so possibly you have a significant other possibly you don't so these companies and this one in particular d- does an amazing job um, and um, it's exciting that you guys are, are giving back to them for yeah. sure launching this Friday we're excited Yes, but thank you for letting me share my story. If we, if we, we can talk for, for a long time, but Carrie what I will share amazing. with you is just, you know, it's tomorrow's a new day. You just never know. And if you're driven, um, um, I've matured through this industry, right? And that's the hard thing is like, you're learning the hard way because no one ever taught you what to do to be a leader. Right. I never went to leader school type of right. thing. And so, um, you know, I've I've learned a lot. Um, and, but all I can say is that to, I'm going to work hard to be better tomorrow. And I think if we continue to do that, um, and we always want to raise the bar. I'm always talking about the yellow line. I always try to raise it just a little bit more because you know what, why not? Why not? I and know. maybe one day I'll retire. Maybe not. not. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I think now with technology, you can do this, uh, forever, but I'm really grateful now that I can share all the things that I've learned with other originators. I've helped people in Hawaii to Maine to Florida. Um, and it's kind of cool. And you know what I love so much about my business is not only helping all the deserving families because I am super passionate about that and making sure that I, you know, connect the right loan with their long and short-term goals. I think that's key, Mm -hmm. uh, because so many people get in the wrong mortgage, so we want to start there. But it's so fun to help um like-minded real estate agents mm-hmm. really grow their business. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's an excitement to see that I went from nothing to something and you too can do to do the same. And and I'm a simple gal, so three money making activities a day is what I focus on doing. Um and uh keep it simple, you know? And so okay.
0: is that that's probably a and pivot when you need to yeah <laughs> and pivot yeah and do a lot of
1: dancing <laughs> right. and, and make sure you know that everything is so good so good <laughs> <laughs> i love it thanks so much for letting me share my, you're my story you're amazing carrie and you're I, you're an inspiration to, oh thanks thanks thank you. you're welcome. Thank thanks you welcome thanks for having me for, <laughs> thanks for joining us and um i can't wait to have you guys continue and i've been such so grateful for money to have me part of this for so many years i can't even believe how long we've been doing it so <laughs> looking forward to to sharing more you've been listening to the Talk on Music City Real Estate.